Hey, greetings, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Staredown. It's our weekly sports talk and real estate podcast. Another week of COVID-19, so it's a lot of sports talk, a lot of real estate talk, and just a lot of life talk. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio, joined by Bill Risser down in St. Petersburg, Florida, Todd Meininger up in coming Georgia, and Anthony Malafronte, our, new, our newly added fourth member of the podcast here in Tampa, Florida. Let's start around the horn and find out what's happening, Bill. How was your weekend? It was wonderful until Anthony Malafronte tried to convince me that watching fake horses run around a track, you know, like <laughs> that we've been dead for 50 years was oh, sports. On, but we, on, we worked on, on that. On Derby Day? On Derby Day? Yeah, I, I, I said, spoiler alert, Secretariat's going to win. I was right. So, you know, <laughs> I bet a lot of money on my $10,000 on Secretariat. It was pretty cool. Wow. No, they didn't let you yeah. bet, Sean. Like, okay. <laughs> That's your buying lunch. They were well, like, Bill, you, you, need to, you were buying record, that. That was awesome. You need to record a video for your great great grandchild that years from now, in like, tw- tw- you know, 2120, when there's okay. another outbreak and they're showing Jordan playing LeBron in <laughs> virtual highlights to find out who Take really Jordan. wins. Take Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's funny. Um, no, I had a great day at the golf course. I, I shot a plus four with a, um, a 40 and a 39, but in the 40 on the front nine, Sean, I had my first Eagle at West chase. Oh. Number eight, the par five off, down the hill. Off around the noodle the or, uh... Oh, oh okay. Sean's trying to spoil oh, it. Oh, damn. He took uh, it away from me. Joy, kill joy. Look at the In kill all joy. honesty, in all honesty, it, it probably wouldn't have gone in without without the elevated cup, but nice. but it's still an eagle. Oh, for me. Heck yeah! I, okay. I had by the yeah. rules of golf today. So it was. Uh, yes, that's the whole. I, I normally hit five iron, five iron, and then hit like a eight or nine. Right. But I had a couple of stupid doubles earlier in the nine, and I was pissed. So you slid and, a rip, uh, yeah. Hit a driver and hit it pretty good. Nothing, nothing as far as Anthony, but I hit a good driver, and I had like two twenty-five to the middle of the green. And so I just whopped on a three wood, a cutty three wood, because it's got to bend to the right. Uh-huh. And it just followed the slope down the hill. And I don't know, Anthony, about 10 yards short of the green on the It was slope, a phenomenal down. shot. Yeah. And then it was just second a second shot seven was better than chip. the first. It was. It was shaped. And you watched it. It, it was good. Burn right up and dink. <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. Just bounced off, bounced off the elevated cup. And I went, that's five points. That'll get me to the plus side. And uh, felt good. Yeah. So there you go. Nice. I had a great weekend. <laughs> nice. And you start, did you start on 10 or did you start on? 14 we started on 13. 14, 14 this time. So, okay. um, we, yeah. And I finished, you know, 10, 11, 12 is that really tough stretch. Yeah. I, uh, I went, I got five points there. I had two pars and a bogey. I think Anthony, you had six points. I did. Right? And we call that stretch. You know, we call that stretch. It's not amen corner. Do you know that stretch, Sean? Do you know, do you know what we call it? Because yeah. Anthony's got this saying, you know, there's, there's your mother's pistachio, your grandmother's pistachio nuts. Or, you know, that's one your of mother's his sayings. Your mother's nuts and your mother's ass. Or your mother's, yeah. Oh, it's, or it's my grandmother. No, it's your grandmother's dry salted peanuts. I made that one up <laughs> for you. But, um, um, and then, yeah, this one is your mother's ass. He hates it. So we just call that corner your mother's ass. <laughs> YMA. <And> hashtag, y, <laughs> hashtag YMA, by the way. And uh, we, both, we, both, we both played it okay. And we both, Anthony, Anthony, we were both plus for the day. So it felt good. So Nice. Nice. By the Very way, though, good. plus four, plus four was good enough for tied for eighth. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah. The, but the, but the, but the Eagle, or I'm sorry, the, the Eagle held up for a skin. So that was nice. Great. Nice. The, the, uh, the noodles going to definitely, uh, the scores are going to be challenged when the noodles come out, right? <laughs> yep. You're right. All you're those, those three footers that you're kind of banging just hard and, oh. you know, a- anywhere in one inch cup, you know, just boom, you know, <laughs> hit it hard. Yep, so hit it hard. Todd, Todd, how about you, bud? You know, I have two eagles in my uh, lifetime, Bill, believe it or not. Nice. Uh, well, this is well, only my first one in Florida. I have about 15, but I mean. One was, right, <laughs> since you got, got to Florida, right? So yeah, uh, yeah. W- one was gimmicky and one I'm uh, super proud of. So the gimmicky one was oh. a par four, dog leg right, uh, hit a beautiful drive, had a nice little 80-yard chip, and it went in the cup, right? So gimmicky, Boom. but good. But uh, the other one was uh, home course, 14th hole long par five. And I just, I guess, came out of my shoes and hit it as far as I can and must have gotten the aid of a sprinkler head or something because this thing just shot, right? I mean, I'm, 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 I'm you know, a 250 driver. I'm, I'm never 225, 250. I mean, this thing just got a great roll. And then I hit a, a three wood off the deck 
and 15 feet short of the cup, straight uphill putt, straight as an arrow, drained it. So anyway, um, the best wow. golf get, best golf uh, hole I've ever played, and, and certainly um, all my friends will be rolling their eyes because every time we play that course, I'm like, "Is anyone eagled this hole?" <laughs> you know, you gotta you gotta kind of throw it out there. So, um, That's awesome. good, <laughs> good weekend. Uh, got a haircut, Sean, which is awesome. Um, that was my that was my venture out, kind of get back to normal. Um, and, your, and your tip was more than the haircut itself. Well done. That's awesome. Yeah, I just I. Uh, I gave him, I gave him, yeah, I gave him a, hands, a handsome tip, which, you know, I feel bad for these people, right? These guys, they're, uh, that's a shame because they didn't give you a handsome haircut. That's, that's the problem. <laughs> oh, damn it. Wow. Well played. Oh. Well played. So no, and, uh, the, the, the tennis courts partially opened up in our neighborhood this last oh, week. So that's good. Yeah. They, uh, one side of the courts available, but <laughs> well, they, they want even courts. Yeah, we have we have ten courts and some pickleball courts, but you know they're only one of the two courts they want you playing on, and they're yeah, encouraging yeah. they're encouraging singles and not doubles. But it's a lawyer wrote up a very good email where basically they said, okay, you can go. Here's what we're recommending. You know, go on your own risk. So, but yeah. um, swimming pool I think is getting pushed back a little bit, maybe to June twelfth. Yeah. Um, but that's fine. My daughter's going to lifeguard this summer, so I'm really hoping it opens up because she's excited to do that so um yeah but that's just a, a really good weekend man what about uh what about you Al? how was it i did play golf on sunday and uh starting to get things figured out um all I, about uh, the grip right yeah right anthony well i started it's focusing on the grip the None. alignment and the posture the three things that anyone can do in a game you don't have to be <laughs> athletic to do those three things no you don't uh and I really started focusing on those. And with the exception of a couple of bad swings, I mean, I shot 81, which is mm. a ton better than what I have been playing. Um, not there yet, but it's it's getting better. It was certainly fun not to lose as many balls and, and be in contention up until Bill chipped in for Eagle. So that was all good. Um, and then I worked uh, both Saturday and Sunday with a, a, a young couple who's uh, moving down here from uh, Tallahassee. They're uh, friends of uh, um, uh, friends of uh, one of my son's uh, best friends. Um, one's an attorney. One's going to medical school. And we uh, literally just before I got on this call, we uh, got them under contract at a very nice price at a at their first home of their dreams. It's kind of cool. Wow. They're pretty. Excited. What part of Tampa? What part of Tampa? Uh, South Tampa. Nice, so, nice. South, South. Hyde, Hyde Parkish, Hyde Parkish area. It's a little south of Hyde Park, down by okay. Gandy. Um, yeah, he's he's cool. going to be working at a law yeah. office uh, with my his buddy and 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 mine, uh, and she's going to be going mostly to the USF Medical School right there on uh, on Waters by the uh, by Emily Arena. Yeah, and Good then cool. so and he he works downtown. Yep. Perfect. Yep. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they they were really excited when I when I got on the phone and told them we got it for less than we thought we would. Um, so they were all they were all excited. I love when that happens. That that's that's the best part of our job. Yeah, for sure. Super cool, guys. I uh, I got to play a couple of rounds of golf this weekend. Had some decent weather. Uh, early early times. And once again, we're, we're our club is doing social distancing. We got two courses open, but. On the course, it's every 20 minutes, and on the Scarlet course, it's every 24 minutes. Uh, so it really limits the number of people that can play. You know, with 850 members, it's a lot of people are bitching because they can't get out on the course. But mm. um, luckily, my brother gets up early and gets on when the system opens up and gets the times, and uh, we get out <laughs> and play. And, and Saturday, we played in two hours and 25 minutes and, you know, played through one group. And and Sunday, it was it was quite the, quite the same. But, guys, I, I, I once again, easier course, but I posted 75-75. Um, but the tail of the nines, I, for, first day I went, uh, I went th- each day I was five strokes difference on each nine. It was 39, 36 on Saturday, right? Decent. And on Sunday I was 34, 41. Uh, so something about that front oh. nine back nine, Bill, it's the second time I posted under par on the front nine. Uh, and I just cannot, I both, both times I, I shot high in the back, I doubled the 10th hole. And then I, is, you know, then is it fatigue, Sean? Is it fatigue? Yeah. No, yeah, it's a little mental. bit. It's just mental. I mean, you know, you're starting to think like, Oh, I got a good round going. And then, you yep. know, kiss of death. Yeah. yeah. Hey, start, so, start adding things up in your head. That's bad hey, news. Hey, Sean, real quick, before you uh, go on, uh, since we're on a golf kind of theme starting out, um, Bill and Anthony, did you know Sean and his brother, Kevin 
used to for the arthritis foundation, they would do uh, kind of a voluntary charity where they play a hundred holes of golf in a day. Oh, Sean, you I've done that one time. On that, pretty cool. <laughs> it's, it's not- yeah, we just it, it, it was usually held at June June eighteenth or nineteenth, longest day of the year, and uh, we would you know I'd get donations, you know, a dollar hole or ten cents a hole or you know twenty five cents a hole, whatever. And we were trying to raise as much money as we could. And you had, it was a thousand dollar buy-in, you know, at least you had at least a thousand dollars worth of donations. And so our goal is always to, to get more, but um, Kevin and I would usually play 125. Mm. Um, and, you wow. know, you'd be in your own carts, you'd be on a private course and you, you know, there'd be maybe 20 people, 25 people playing. So you would just literally just go around the, the you know, it was, it, was, it was a ton of fun. It was really one of our favorite days. I played 144 holes one time when I played by myself. So eight rounds of golf. Um, wow in one day uh you know talk about exhausted but it's 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 so fun you know you're playing the same hole and on the par threes you're like all right i know it's an eight iron and i've been short every damn time so i'm taking a seven iron this time you know like and you you start knowing all the breaks on the holes and it was kind of fun so kevin and i's goal was always can the first one to 18 you had to birdie all 18 holes you know could you do it in the seven rounds of golf you played could you birdie number one could you birdie number two grief that's a lofty goal right yeah Yeah. kevin can do that right Kevin's, <laughs> golfer, right? yeah, Kevin's Kevin's down to like a 1.4 now or something like that. Jeez, point, wow. Yeah. Kevco. Just, yeah. Sorry, Sean. He can play in, yeah, much like, can play much in like U.S. Like Open qualifiers uh, with that could. index. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Good. Um, but uh, a couple other things happened. I, you know, as you know, we've been busy up here. Uh, I have a client who I sold in the house and they're moving into a new build. And so, you know, Anthony, you know, all the, all the pressures of the timing of getting it sold while the new build is being built and, um, so we, we, you know, gave them all their homework, get this done, get this done, get this done. Got f- photographs on this day. Got to have it look good. And uh, so the way we did it up here is we put it on the market. It went official Thursday in the MLS. No showings till Saturday because on set they have four kids, small kids. So I, I said, why don't we just load all the showings up on one day because of COVID. We'll do half hour showings, no overlaps. You and, if, you and the kids go down to your grandparent or your the, the grandparents' house in Cincinnati, spend the day down there. And then we lined up 18 showings on Saturday, right? <laughs> got multiple offers in contract by the end of the night, uh, no showings on Sunday, then got to cancel all the showings on Sunday. Uh, buyer who's really anxious to get the house going to close it this month and, and rent it back to them until their house is done. And so one of those good deals. And, and, and I'm working with the buyer guys. I, I'll, I'll leave the name out, but uh, former Buckeye player uh, played in the NFL Oops. Um, and so uh, he, he, he gets in the, he, he gets in the, you know, we talked and, and he, he knows my allegiance. So he gets in the car and Rhonda had ordered me on Etsy, a Florida Gator mask. You guys might've seen it on, on social. I so did, yeah. This guy gets in the car, this guy gets in the car and I say, Hey, hope you don't, hope you're not offended by my Florida mask. And he holds up his national championship ring and he goes, hope you're not offended by my national championship ring. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so I was like, touche, brother, touche. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, uh, uh, so we, we, uh, hey, ahead. Bill, um, my buddy Jim Mullaney and I used to always teach Carpenter, Sean, in college. When he'd drop a name, we'd go, oops, you dropped that name. So that's why I just oh. said, <laughs> I said, oops. <laughs> oops. <laughs> and of course, it was meant the kindest, nicest. Oh, of course. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. You we, tease, we just you like tease because it. you love. Yeah. It's like you tease, tease because you love. There you go. But as you guys can see, I'm back in my in my basement office. Everything is good. The carpet's down. The walls are painted. I my my family's two floors up. So uh, excited to be Rock, rocking the Golden Bears Nike pullover. Nice. Yes. Yes. So I like it. All right, guys. Let's let's talk. We're we're, we're a sports talk show. It is opening oh, yeah. day. Did you know it? It's opening day. Korean baseball oh. organization starts today. Well, actually starts starts at midnight. Um, and I sent you guys the link of a. Uh, they, they allow bat flips in a Korean baseball organization. And so it's just, it's fun. There's a whole compilation. There's a whole tweet series of, of, some of the best bat flips uh, of last season. Did you guys have, have a chance to peek through it? I did not. No, I briefly went through it. Good. Not as thorough as I wanted. So oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. So uh, uh, it's, Acuna it's, uh, has some bat flips or, or some walking after a home run, right, Bill? That we, uh, yeah. Suffered through last year. Yeah. Let's not soon. talk about that. Too soon. Yeah. Um, but guys, let, let's start with with some some somber news. Uh, one of the greatest uh, football coaches of all time, Todd. You hipped us to this uh, on our thread uh, today. Don Shula passed away, age ninety. Mm. Um, you know, obviously historic coach. Uh, only team, only coach to lead a team in the NFL 
to an undefeated season, the 1972 Miami Dolphins. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, my reference on our on our group text guys, he has one of the coolest like leadership little things. Are you guys familiar with his 24 hour rule? Yeah. Yeah, he basically told his guys, he said, guys, you have 24 hours to either celebrate a victory or commiserate a loss. And then on Tuesday, we're back to the next week. You know, so what a great lesson that we, you know, Mal, in our business, it's crazy how many agents will go on a listing presentation. They'll pick somebody else for whatever reason, better price, lower commission, better connection. And the agent will spend the next week watching that listing in the MLS, rooting for it not to sell instead of just going out and getting another, another deal. Right. It's crazy how that 24 hour rule, you know, and Mel Robbins is, you know, uh, uh, kind of patented the five second rule. Um, but the 24 hour rule, I just think is such a great leadership lesson to get over it. Right. Hey, Sean, I know, I know this is a, and Anthony, I'm, I'm jumping in, but I know it's a real estate, uh, show, but, uh, in construction, um, we want to sell every job, right. And some jobs are messy. And you're halfway through the job and you're like, gosh, I wish I never would have gotten this job. So I like to say similarly, some of the best jobs um, were the ones that I didn't get, right? Because you didn't get them for whatever reason, but, you know, hey, maybe it was going to be messy. Maybe the uh, payroll was going to be slow. Maybe the contractor was going to be a nightmare to work with. So I guess similar kind of move on tactic, right? Yeah, hey, I, I, I do a keynote on, on listings uh, and, um I always ask the audience, uh, you know, I, I talk about, you know, there are some listings you don't want. And right. I say, new agents in the room, listen to this question I'm going to ask, but it, this isn't being asked to you. I say, experienced agents, who, who's 10 years or more in the business? And everybody raises their hand. I say, are there some listings in the past you wish you wouldn't have taken? And every single <laughs> hand goes up, right? And Mal's, Mal's smiling and not, not said right now. There are some deals, I think when you're new, you feel like you've got to get every deal. If you go on an appointment, you want to close it. And, and then you realize like, I don't need every deal. I don't, I only want the right ones. I don't want the crazy ones. Right. So, well, let so me jump this. in here. So <laughs> I'm with, I'm with carp today on a, on a round table for some new Smyrna beach agents. This is the king of analogies, just killing it again. <laughs> We're talking to a, this group of top producers in new Smyrna beach. And at one point, Sean whips out. We knew one of the guys is a surfer, Scotty Urchison. He grew up in New Smyrna beach. He surfs almost every day. He's just Beautiful. a surfer dude. Who's also a really good realtor. And, um, and, and Sean pulls out this, Scotty, you, you know this. It's, you know, when you're out on the waves, like you're not trying to catch every wave. I mean, you're, mm. you're scanning the horizon, looking at the swells, trying to, trying to, I, I, like Sean's fucking Sean, Scott Spicoli all of a sudden. And he's like, you know, you're looking for that perfect one. And then you paddle a little bit. You're looking for the best wave, right? Yeah. Dude, I'm a, bo- awesome. Bill, that's awesome. I'm a body surfer, right? I love body you surfing. Know how it works. And, and there are waves where I am swimming to catch the wave and I'm like, oh, I just made the worst choice. And it peters out. <laughs> and then there's <laughs> one where you look and you go, I should have wrote, you know, I should have caught that one. And then you see on the horizon twice as big and you're like, that's why I skipped the one before. Yeah. That's so yeah, cool. And, and what do you do? You start paddling early. You, yeah. you, you get ahead of the wave so that you can ride it. There the he long, goes. Right? Some the of the way, best jobs are the uh, ones I didn't get, man. That's what I like to say. So Garth now Brooks, I hijack I summed it. it. I think Garth Brooks summed this up. I'll, I'll get my Unanswered prayers? Garth Brooks. Yeah, some of God's yeah. greatest gifts are unanswered <laughs> prayers. Prayer. Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, now you probably got, you got stories of uh, <laughs> listings you never should have taken, right? <laughs> uh, you learn quickly who you'll uh, be able to help and who you can't. Yeah. Yeah, I, I always say, I always tell new agents, I say, if they're a jerk at the listing presentation, they're going to be a jerk the entire time. Don't, don't think that, don't think like if they're a jerk, you're like, oh, they're just having a bad day. They'll love me once I list their house. And it's like, oh my God, no way, right? Like you, if Rissler talks over you in the podcast once, he's going to talk over you the podcast the whole time. It's just <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> Getting back to Don Shula and his 24-hour rule, Craig Stadler has a, the 15-second rule. After every shot, good or bad, forget about after 15 seconds, forget about it because the only one that matters is the next. The next. Yeah. Nice. God, it's so hard though. The walrus. It is. It's really hard. And he says in his book, he actually says that forgetting the good shot is harder than forgetting the bad one, but that's the one you have to forget because you start reading your own question. And I think you can do it again and you do something wrong. 15 seconds after you do it, just forget about it and focus on the next one. 
Yeah. Hey, you know, it's probably, it's probably true. Dude. You know, you're, you're, hit, you're hitting the ball good, and all of a sudden you come up to a little dog leg, and you're like, I'm just going to pull a three one out and play it safe. And then you snap hook it into the trees. You're like, shit, I should have just blown a driver down the fairway, right? Start overthinking it. Yes, and I, a good, the same analogy could I, be made for listing, Sean. Yeah. I can, in my early days, I took back to back to back listings that I probably shouldn't have taken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It worked five times as hard to get the three of them sold as opposed to saying thank you, but no thank you. Uh, if you can't accept the consultation that I'm giving you, I wish you the best and I'll try to bring you a buyer. I'm just going to go mm-hmm. do something else. Yeah. Go, going, going back to fuzzy, uh, uh, the tennis group I'm in, we always laugh. The losses are so vivid in our mind, but the wins are kind of a blur, right? We'll remember, oh, we played those two guys. We, we were up 5-2 in the, in the third and couldn't close it out. But the wins are like, yeah, we won. Like I, the, the details aren't there. So that's a, it's, good, it's good for all, all aspects, right? Win, lose, or draw. I'll, I'll, I'll pull it back to Shuli here. I heard a great story today amongst all the stories people were talking about. And I guess he didn't suffer fools very well. Um, like if he had a press conference scheduled at noon, he started talking precisely at noon. No matter what was ready, the cameras were on. It didn't matter. He was that's who he was. That's you know, awesome. Just, uh, I think that's great. That's you know, that old so. school. You know, Bill. You, I, I don't listen to him, but you listen to Levitard. I should listen to him tomorrow. Oh. Like, sure. Even though he was on the back end of, you know, he he wouldn't have even yeah. been been broadcasting when Chula was still a coach. But I'm sure just being down there and the and the the aura that he has, much like Landry did in Dallas. You know. Yeah, um, he, he owned Miami. It was a Don Shula freeway and. It's where the first Shula's, right? you know, steakhouse is. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a god down there. So, you know, so when you think about some of the great names that that Shula coached, you know, I mean, oh. obviously Greasy and Zonka are the first that kind of come to mind. Uh, was Clayton and Duper there Super, when uh, Super Duper and Dan Marino? Yeah, Clayton Duper. Was Marino yeah. under under Shula at the yeah, last? Marino was eighty three, I think. Yeah, I got sure it. Yeah. Shula went for the no, I've got yeah. to think so. Yeah. Oh, I'll oh, bet you look, he was. You're right. Yeah. yeah. I think early yeah. on. Yeah. And uh, Nick Monacani, right? Nick Monacani was linebacker. Mm. Yeah. Um, Mercury Morris, of, running back. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, I was talking, I asked that question on Facebook uh, yesterday. Who's your favorite live mascot? And people were like, just, they weren't reading the question. But, you know, <laughs> I, I was talking about like Auburn, <laughs> you know, the Auburn's Eagle. The San Diego Ralph Chicken. Oh, right. And and uh, <laughs> people were talking about Bevo and, and Ugga. Um, but you know, you guys remember, you guys are old enough to remember, remember when the dolphins had a dolphin swimming around in a yeah, pool yes, behind yes, the goalpost yeah, yeah. and it was, and then it, like, it was I, stolen and Dan Marino helped Ace Ventura get it back. <laughs> I remember. I, but I, just, I, I remember when the dolphins played on Monday night football, it was always, um, it was always cool when I was a kid, you know, to watch the two helmets crash, you know, in the, in the beginning, dun, 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 the helmets would crash and Howard Cosell. And I, my mom and dad always used to let us stay up to watch the kickoff of Monday Night Football. And we had a deal that if the if the team ran it back for a touchdown, we got to watch the next kickoff. Mm. And so we'd always root for there to be a kickoff return That's and awesome. and there never was hardly <laughs> except awesome. one time. But but when the Dolphins played in Miami, I remember we convinced mom and dad to let us stay up and watch for the first touchdown at the end where the thing was so that we got to watch the Dolphin try and catch the ball, you know, like when the ball would go over. And I just remember like, we always were so excited when it was a Monday night at Miami game, which happened like <laughs> once every what, four years. Well, um, yeah. But that was always our thing. We got to stay up to watch opening kickoff at nine. Why, o'clock. Do, I, why do I absolutely love that story so much? That is, that is <laughs> fantastic. Um, so uh, Don Shula was a coach of the Miami Dolphins from 1970 to 1995. So he oh. certainly, he certainly was wow. around for the Dan Marino era. So 20, <laughs> yeah, wow. 25 years. He was the HPC wow. for 25 years. Hmm. Yeah, and awesome. Colts before that, right? Uh, he was with the Colts from 1963 to 1969. Wow. Makes sense. And he started out as a defensive back coach at the University of Virginia. And he so played for the Browns and the Redskins. Let's see his playing he was a player. Yeah, let's yeah. see. Yeah. He actually Oh, uh, yeah, Browns for sure. Real. Yeah, yeah. What did he play, Bill? That's that's. Was he a DB or a linebacker um, or something like that? Yeah, I'll keep doing research, but that's that's amazing. There you go. Yeah. Well, you've got all the time in the world because we're done with sports now. So what's... I was going to say, you know, if if you want, if you look at the if you look at the ESPN, I told the guys I was golfing with, um, I literally have not watched ESPN in a month. I haven't even flipped it on. 
And Bill, I know you've been watching oh, the last uh, dance, the, the last Jordan dance show. Yeah, then you get Scott compelled afterwards. Give, oh my God, Anthony, update, you watch this week? What, what, uh, <clears throat> oh, it's the best. Give, give, so us, this give time, us a recap. Yeah. Well, we we he it ended after the bad boys in their very first championship when they went out and beat um who did they beat the first uh, Van Beer and, and Piston those guys. Yeah, but they they oh, beat them to get into the uh, play the playoff the the finals and they beat the Lakers. So that was their first win, beat Magic. And then uh, then it followed through. Now we're getting through um, right before Michael. The the next two episodes took us through the next two championships once again the Jazz, and then against the Suns and Charles Barkley, mm-hmm. but. It's the way they tie it, the way they just they're they're going back and forth from the the final season, which which Phil Jackson named the last dance as he sat down and talked to the players at their first meeting. The name on the book was the last dance because he knew he was done. He'd already talked it out with Kraus. He was leaving after the ninety seven, ninety eight season. So they they focus on a lot of that season, but they just keep going back in time. To, it's just it's beautifully done, right, Anthony? We have four more episodes to go, and I think they could do the fourteen more. They deal with, um, like you said, the back and forth, how they tie the early years to his final season, and they keep doing that. But this last episode where they talked about his his gambling. His gambling problem was episode six. (laughs) And how he talked – I mean, he's sitting there, Michael Jordan of today – with a bourbon or something in a brown, a nice brown a cigar, a cigar, yeah, it's a a cigar for sure. Yeah. Very yep. Honest and very upfront and talking about, you know, listen, I, we went to the casino, but I was just there with family. I was home by one o'clock. It didn't make me play bad in Madison square garden. And, you know, so I like to pay blackjack. There's nothing illegal about that. Right. He yeah. was. Hey, so I'm sorry to, to, I have not watched an episode, but I'm, I'm oh. looking forward to binge watching it for sure. So, yeah. and to clarify, uh, Don Shula played defensive back for yeah. the Browns. I think that's what I said. Yeah, Redskins and Colts. Oh, okay. so Colts. Yeah, uh-huh. he he played for three. I, um, it's 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 an amazing show. I mean, like the the, the the I love the part he goes to play his final game at Madison Square Garden in 1998. Right? Yes. He knows he thinks he's retiring, <laughs> and he uh, he goes to play his final game, and he gets an original pair of Air Jordans. Because the very first pair of Air Jordans he wore in his first game at at uh, Madison Square Garden, so he puts those shoes on, and of course he's getting shit from everybody in the locker room. Like, what the hell are those? And and uh, he plays in them, and he said by halftime his feet are covered in blood, his toes are just bleeding because the shoes just weren't. You know, they're fifteen year old shoes; they're not really yeah. the same quality. Um, but he ends up throwing up forty four or fifty five or something crazy like that, right, Anthony? Fifty two uh, points with bloody feet, and they win the, the game. Yep, team. and he uh, is that like the uh, oh, Kurt Schilling bloody sock? Kurt Schilling, right? Kind of, kind of. Except it's just a regular season game against the crappy Knicks at the time, so it didn't really matter. Hey, Sean, let's start um, the rumors I'm hearing, and then we can move on to uh, whatever you oh, want. But um, yeah, Major League Baseball July fourth first pitch is a rumor I'm hearing. So let's. See how that plays out. With fans or without? Uh, no I don't fans. Know. No, no Probably no fans. No fans. Uh, but the NFL is going to release the 2020 schedule on Thursday. Okay. They're still wow. planning for a, a wow. September 11th or 10th, I can't remember, kickoff. That is. So Man, something to look forward to, right? There cannot be a spike in cases, guys. I mean. Yeah. So also, <laughs> uh, Fowler and DJ are having some kind of competition on May 17th, right? Some yeah, kind Fowler, of driving, DJ, long drive, or uh, Rory Fowler, and, DJ, no, Matt Wolf, and uh, Rory. Okay, Rory, yeah. And then we're still waiting to hear for about Tiger and Phil. That's supposed to be coming Correct. sometime in May, right? Yeah, it'll right. happen. Yeah. Did you so see the uh, the Dolphins came out with a? Uh, I, I think I tweeted you guys. The Dolphins came out with like a a potential, um, mm-hmm. you know, case for no more than fifteen thousand know, fans. No more than fifteen thousand fans. Everyone has to have a mask on. All. Um, I kind of got into it until they said exit will be row by row at the end of the game. I'm like, yeah, that, that oh. doesn't even happen on airplanes. That doesn't even happen with 140 people. How are you going to do that with 15,000 people? Uh, that you sounds, know, like a, the people, sounds like church church after a wedding <laughs> letting out, right? <laughs> exactly. Oh, it, it's like it's like when you're at a banquet, Bill, at a golf outing, they're like, we're going to do a buffet style, and this table is going to start first. And you're like, oh, shit, let's just go to the bar and, you know, I can run to McDonald's and get food quicker. Um, That's funny. But, but, yeah, we'll see what happens. By the way, t- t- good the McDonald's there. and the Taco, the McDonald's and the Taco Bell apps, freaking rock! If you're not using the app for those places, you never have to touch anybody. 
the food just comes out this little tiny window they've cut out of some plastic and you just get your food and leave. Get the Chip- app for McDonald's Chipotle- and, and Taco Bell. Chipotle is pretty good too. You, you, you place it, you walk in, it's on a shelf, you just grab it and you go. Yeah. Nice. Speaking yes. of McDonald's, Bill, you'll Uh-oh. get a kick out of it. <clears throat> Sunday when I got through playing golf, I came home, I set up a bunch of appointments and I had to go show Baron and Erica three or four more properties and I drive down to South Tampa and I am starving. I am like beside myself starving. So I'm driving down Dale Mabry Highway to the left oh is Taco Bell and there's a long line at Taco Bell. I don't have that much time. So Why is there a long line, Anthony? It's probably because they serve good tacos, Bill. I don't Okay, know. just ask. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> so I go in I so I drive by McDonald's mm. and I ordered a double cheeseburger meal. The number nine with a large unsweet iced tea. I inhaled. I had it's the first time I've had McDonald's French fries in a very long time. Are we taking care of ourselves, gentlemen? I'm a little worried. Are no. <laughs> Quarantine 15, baby. Quarantine 15. <laughs> I will. I will say this to you: those French fries. They were the best thing I've eaten in months. They were that delicious. <laughs> that the two cheeseburgers if, if, went down like nobody's business, but. <laughs> We can just say that Anthony's digestive system rebelled. <laughs> yeah. Oh, stop. If it. your body's not used to that, it'll it'll be tough. Right? Stop yeah. it. That's why you go a couple yeah. times a week and you don't have that issue. Right, exactly. Don't exactly. listen, Todd. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, Sean. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> eat clean, eat well, boys. Eat well, sleep well. Oh, and I'm eating. I'm very happy. I'm very well as I'm eating it. <laughs> We're struggling, you know, to, to uh, talk about sports. And I'm doing my I miss sports questions on ESPN each day, um, which is getting really good engagement. But uh, think about the guys that literally work for ESPN or ESPN.com, like going to work every day. And there's just literally I, I'm looking on the ESPN.com app. And here's one of the, here's one of the conversations going on right now. Which World Series is the best ever? We rank all 115 fall classics. <laughs> now, you're probably like a 23-year-old kid trying to rank the 1914 World Series, you know, where you're literally <laughs> cross-referencing the people that played in it, you know. Who, uh, who's Bob how, Feller? How does recency effect, who's Bill? Bob? How does recency effect not, not fall oh, into play on that one? That completely. I mean, and I think of all, you know, it's so difficult. To, to go back in time on any sport, but for whatever reason, for me, even even football, for whatever reason, I think baseball is so tough to cross mm. generations with. It's just tough, yeah. you know. So many, hey, so much different. Similar but different, Sean. Um, they're showing sure. a lot of replays, right? And last week they showed the Braves in '95 going the World Series. So they played every night. They played Game One, Two through Six of the World Series, and that was oh cool. For the first time that I actually could watch, because I'm not big into watching old stuff, you know, replay. Um, if I know the final score yeah. and tape a DVR game, I don't watch it, right? That's just me. So, but I did have some good good times uh, reliving, you know, Chipper Jones and the 95 Braves. But do you guys have the same problem? I, I mean, that's just not appealing to me, right? I mean, watching on, on the weekend, watching the 2019 St. Jude, you know, FedEx it just yeah. doesn't do anything for me, right? Yeah. Even Gator games, Todd, for me, like even Gator championships. It's, yeah. You know, yeah. I can watch it, but then I kind of fast forward to like, oh, this is the part where they give up the interception. Let's just get to the next touchdown, you know. Um, yeah, it's tough to, to rewatch a game. That's why I'm so Although excited. It is, for- it is kind of fun when I'm watching, like I was flipping through something the other day and they were showing like an old NBA game. Uh, Todd, you, you you retweeted the Larry Bird uh, highlights. Oh, my God. Just almost, to, almost to not, not so much watch the – the, the game, but to like listen to the announcers or watch the fans, you know, in their bell bottoms or just, just picking up the different things like it, bird, what, you know, with his passes, it was, I was more intrigued by his passes than I was the shot, you know, Bert, um, bird the shots the going over the back of the backboard um, was, was fun. But yeah, I'm not into watching the, the old, you know, I can watch old masters highlights for about 10 minutes, but I'm not going to watch an entire round. Right. Yeah. Did, I'm with you. Did you guys hey, get a chance to watch that? About, uh, oh, the last dance, that era of basketball. Uh, yeah. I forgot how good of a passer Dennis Rodman was. Right. Yeah. I got gotcha. yeah. I, I yeah. forgot. Well, and just when you you yeah. watch a guy work on the boards, I mean, he was a magician. He knew. I mean, he, you know, he eighteen, nineteen boards a night was. It was all effort. That's all just it was, a night, was effort. You know. Yeah. 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 Oh, Bill, 
being a Nick fan, how about that segment that they showed? They showed it twice. Charles Smith with the ball in his hand underneath the basket, trying to score to tie up the game. And no, to win the game. They're only down one. And and Harvey Grant and Jordan and Pippen. All blocking. Block. The block, best block. Was it, you ever saw. Yeah. Was, yeah, it, was, it, was, Har- it was, was it Harvey Grant or Horace? Horace. Horace, Horace Grant. Yeah. Harvey, Harvey was his twin brother. Yeah. 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 Um, Anthony, Anthony, speaking is it of, 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 go ahead, Bill. No, I'll say, I can say, go ahead and finish that thought with, uh, I was going to say, uh, Reggie Miller, eight seconds left up eight points. Is that painful <laughs> as a Nick fan? Yeah. There's a lot of painful <laughs> Nick's memories. <laughs> Anthony, true story. My roommate, who's now my brother-in-law in college, they were up by eight and we, and he just got a, a puppy beagle and he goes, I'm going to go walk. His name was judge. Cause he was going to law school. He needed to judge. And literally we were in a screened in porch. I go, I go, Greg, it's bad. He's like, yeah, yeah, it was eight seconds left. We we're up by eight points. And I'm like, no, you're down one with like one second left. And he couldn't believe it. He could not believe it. So uh, anyway, don't, don't walk your beagle puppy if you're up by eight with, you know, 10 seconds left. So go ahead, Bill. Sorry. Did you guys get a chance to watch that uh, Padre video I sent you on the, uh, the I haven't. I felt it was too sad and I wasn't in a good mental state. So I didn't I want to watch it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it is about, it's about guys that have passed away. And other than Alan Wiggins, who was part of the 84 run and you know, played in tigers, the, right? Played in, he tiger? died in the early nineties. Um, but the rest of them, Kevin towers, I knew very well handled a lot of ticket stuff for him. Tony Gwynn, of course, Jerry Coleman, guy considered a friend. He would take me to lunch every season, you know, just to go, Hey, let's go talk. And he, we talk about rooming with Whitey Ford and Mickey Mantle or, you know, just the stuff. And then wow. Tony, uh, and then Cam and Itty, you know, so they showed all these guys, you know, from that, from that, from that era. And, uh, and the, the one, the one thing uh, that I had to watch over and over and over was Tony swing in Yankee stadium against the Yankees now in 98, he goes, bounces it off the facade of the second deck, you know, for a giant home run followed by a Greg Vaughn blast that puts him up five, two in the fifth, uh, top of the fifth. And it was just, I mean, I, I nearly passed out. I was in the upper deck behind old plate, you know, and, uh, it was very cool to see that one, you know, talking about something, you, you know, what's going to happen that one little piece of video, you know, um, and then having 150 Yankee fans around us threatening to throw us over the railing to our death. Other than that, it was great because <laughs> we had about a hundred Padre employees sitting there right, being very vocal for the pods. So anyways, let's yeah, go to the, let's go to the Mount Rushmore. Turned out well for us. Oh, whatever. Ready for Mount Rushmore? Yeah. Yeah, you know what happened? I told you before, Mark Langston struck out Tino Martinez, but everyone knew that but the umpire. Even Tino was walking <laughs> away. And then, and then they brought him back, and he hit a home run, and then it just started a whole floodgate thing, and, you know, whatever. So, you know, hey, you know, when, the, when, the, when, the, when, you, buy, when you buy an umpire, you know, it's good things happen. Steinbrenner had money at the time. It's all good. All right, here we go. Mount Rushmore, what we've been doing, guys, is each week one of the one of the hosts picks a different topic. We're trying to go non-sports topics, just some conversation. We've had some great conversations over the last few weeks. Um, I was thinking of going food tonight, but I decided not to. You know, I thought, you know, in the last kind of national, uh, you know, event that pulled the nation together, 9-11, first responders were kind of the, the, the forefront. Now, obviously, first responders and healthcare providers and pharmacists and, and grocery store workers and all those frontline workers, as we're calling them, uh, are at the forefront. So, guys, I want to hear your Mount Rushmore of cop shows. TV shows about cops, that could be detectives or cops or, uh, you know, police, uh, whatever it might be, but your best shows uh and you can go anywhere on the law enforcement channel so if you want to bring bring fire departments no, in fine. um sure. as the as the uh as the throwdown of the uh a question i'm gonna go you get first. to go first right yep i get to go first now i got a couple um in my in my bullpen that i'm gonna not well, say because i don't want to steal okay. yours um, but I'll, we'll, we'll come back to the ones that were also rans but but i'm gonna go with kind of the original cop show I watched as a kid, Adam 12, um, you know, um, it, it's just one that I just, um, it was between that and another one that I'll, I'll say at the end, but Adam 12, I just remember those guys, just the old black and white cars. And I just, just loved that as a kid. Um, the next one is, is one that I, uh, I don't think I ever missed an episode. NYPD blue. Um, Andy Sipowitz, 
was the one character that was through every episode. And then, you know, you had David Caruso and you had Ricky Schroeder, I thought was a great one. And even, even Zach from uh, Saved by the Bell was a great, uh, Mark Paul Gossler uh, was Jimmy Smith's, you know, I mean, it was just a great, ep- great show. And uh, I'm going to go with 24, Jack Bauer. Uh, not really a, mm. what you think of as a cop show, but obviously law enforcement and, and, and law enforcement. CTU. Um, yeah. And then, and then going to go with one that I'm, I'm kind of in the middle of right now, but uh, it, just based on everything I'm hearing about it, The Wire. I'm just, in, I'm so intrigued by it. Uh, you know, cop show out of um, uh, the, the project. Kind of involved. prison law so, enforcement kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Good. So, yep. You so didn't take mine. any of the so, SVUs or the UVCs or the STDs? Yeah, the, okay. The right, I'm making sure series. they're still on. Yeah. Okay. okay, good. Yes. And I who's think you almost have to separate those because they obviously choose to separate those. So let's see, we're going to go in order of who's next. So the next week's uh, uh, pick will be Anthony. So Anthony, you go up next and then we'll go Bill then Todd because, or no, okay. Todd then Bill because Bill went, Bill went last week, right? With the, uh, no, Todd did. Oh, Todd went last week. With the uh, so, uniforms. Those are good choices. Those are good choices. Yeah, great choice. Yep, uh, so we'll go don't Mal, take any of mine, Bill, Anthony. Well, I, I have three that are, that are great and NYPD Blue is one of them. But you can take that again. Let's Hill Street see. Blues. Oh. Yes, I just never, I never watched it. Yeah. Uh, it was a great television show. And maybe the cop show of all cop shows, Columbo. Mm. Right? Does, does a private investigator count as a cop show? I think. I think. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Any law enforcement, I think that, 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 that you know, you got the discovery, you got the fake, you got the fake, uh, yeah. fake, the fake victim or the fake uh, suspect. Yeah. And, and then the other one for me is Mannix. I remember <laughs> watching it with my dad every, uh, every Saturday night. That was now Columbo's Peter Falk. Who's Mannix? Peter Falk. Mannix, Mannix was Mike uh, O'Connor. Mike Michael O'Connor. O'Connor. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. You're way too young. Way too young, Sean. Forget it. <laughs> oh okay. my. Blue, I'm, Blues, I, I'm going old school. I'm oh, going old school. Car 54. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to pick that one. Um. <laughs> Look at Todd's face. <laughs> he has no idea. Car 54, where are you? <clears throat> What's that? Yeah, car 50. Is it my turn? Yes. Okay. Uh, this one was just because I, I watched this religiously as a kid, right? But emergency. And you may no, not even know what that sure. is. No, it was, listen, it was a... <laughs> oh my god i remember like the the, the noise of yeah. the yeah uh, bill, the, and kelly kelly monteith and they, they would jump in the 51 bill which one um, it was emergency 51. was it emergency 51 i think they were that's the what that i think the show was called emergency but yeah but they called they, they said emergency 51, 51. Yeah. exactly yes. but it wasn't emergency um so that's one of them great show um, god great show okay that's kind of an adam uh, 12 emergency we're almost like back to backers yeah yeah i think you're right uh, I want to go with one, once again, just a, a vivid memory of watching this and enjoying the hell out of it. Streets of San Francisco with Carl oh, Malden. So good. <laughs> so good, so, yeah. <clears throat> Streets of San Francisco. And the Francisco. opening sequence. Once again, look at the Todd. Car jumping Todd's up like, over, the car jumping mm-hmm. up over the hill, yep. you know, on that beginning. Yeah. Yep. Um, just because I'm a dork, Reno 911. Mm, nice. <laughs> which is coming back on Queeby. They're doing 10 minute episodes. It's coming back. And then I don't know if you're going to let me have this one. Can I take Barney Miller? It's a cop show. Ooh, it's, it's, it's totally, totally a cop show. Great one. Yeah. Totally a cop show. Yeah. So there's yes. my, that's a Barney Miller. Can you name, can that's you name four. two of the other cops in the precinct? Fish? Uh, with, 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 God, I know the actors' names more than I know the. Uh, fish was Abe Vigoda. Yeah. yeah. Wojohowicz was, was great. Yeah. Wojohowicz. Of course, that's a cop show. Was, yes. Yes, there you go. No, yeah. And, um, and I've, got a, I've got a bullpen or two after, after Todd goes. <clears throat> All right. I'm so mad. I survived 11. No, oh, I'm sorry. No. Uh, yeah. I survived 11 to 12 till Bill stole my Barney Miller, right? So oh. I am the, I am the youngest. I'll trade it out. I'll give it to you if you want me to take something else. I, Fair I can enough. do that. Fair enough. All I'm, right, the, I'm the youngest. Take, take, I'll go I'm to my young... bullpen. Okay, go ahead. Um, All right, let, let me, me go first. I don't want you to steal another one of mine. 
So hold on. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, so I'm the youngest of six. So I have older brothers, sisters. And, and I think Barney Miller was in the mid to late seventies. I just remember that. Yes. Um, yes. And Abe Agoda, I'm a Beastie Boys fan, Sean, you know that. And they, uh, they, they use him in some of their, their rhymes. So uh, mm. anyway, so Barney Miller, I'm going to go with chips with punch and John. Ooh, nice. Remember that? Yep. <laughs> good, oh, sure. That's a good yeah. one. Um, All right. I have a quick, 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 Quick chips, chips trivia question. What were their, what was Ponch and John's call signs? What, what was their like? Oh, I, sh- I should know, but I don't. Um, you, if it was multiple choice, I'd get it, but uh, I can't it's pull it. Seven up. Mary three, yeah. three and four. Seven and Mary three a, and four. And, and, and that then, was a band. And seven then Mary it was a band. Right. Seven yeah. Mary three and four. And the M stood for motorcycle because three Charlie was Motor car. Three, ah. Yeah. Yes. Hey, by the way, uh, Todd, just to, it was not emergency 51. It was squad 51 is what you okay, kept hearing on the radio enough. squad 51. So yeah. My, my sister, Amy, she loved that show. She liked, there's a yeah. character named Chet on that, I think. And he was kind of Probably, dorky. Yeah. He was kind of yeah. dorky. There's another one she thought was cute, but we always teased her. Oh, you love Chet. So anyway, I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> Todd, I remember Todd, here's another, so another thing about chips. You remember this every other episode a semi would go in front of the alleyway and Ponch would have to go under the semi on his flight. <laughs> Every single time, they're like, how, how many can this guy go under on his bike, right? Yeah. So uh, my next one is a modern twist. If you haven't watched it, great for binge watching. Go on Amazon Prime. I'm going to go Bosch. I don't know if anyone's watched Bosch. Mm, but he's a, uh, he's a detective. Write it down. If you're looking for a good binge-worthy show, um, it's good. Um, before I say my last one, I'm going to go honorable mention. I'm going to say Dukes <gasps> of Hazard. Not that it's a cop show, but there's Enos and Cooter. And I just like to say Enos and Cooter. So it's all good. My last one is a little bit of a – it's it's up for debate. I'm going to go with Live PD. Um, I, I have it on my list. Yeah, yeah. I and, and I almost oh. said the original cop show, but this is the modern the modern twist to it. So it's, it, it, is, it is really hard to turn off, though, Todd, isn't it? I mean, it's it, – It's a great – you have nothing to do on Friday. Just it's on the background. Maybe even if you're in the mood to get some work done, but yeah, I, I can't sit and do nothing and watch it. But if there's no sports on like there's now, it's a great kind of, uh, guys. So we got bullpens. I got chips, Barney Miller, and live PD off my, off my, uh, off my bullpen. Uh, what else you guys got on your bullpen? I had Brooklyn. Cops, Nine-Nine. The original if, you, cops. if you're Brooklyn, if you're Brooklyn is it yeah. is so funny. It is a, a laugh a second. It's just awesome. And, so and that's Billy, that. The important. thing about Brooklyn Nine-Nine, very similar to Arrested Development, almost every character on the show has some funny lines. Oh, um, it's couple, spread couple out more than everybody. others. But, yep. you know, yeah. It's, look, it's got an office feel to it, in my opinion. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got Anthony, no one, uh, no one mentioned Dragnet, did we? I mean, no Dragnet. Yeah. No Monk. How about Rockford Files? Oh, Jimmy Rockford. Great one. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. What was the theme song? Yeah, that's a great it. theme yeah. how about, song. How about this one? How about this theme song? Dun, 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 Hawaii Five-0. Hawaii Five-0. Nice. How about Andy Griffith? Mayberry R.I.P., baby. That was awesome. That's a cop show, right? They were cops. Yeah, right. Otis lets himself into the cell, locks himself in, lays down to go to sleep. There's nothing better. It was uh, I, was got good one, I, I got um, this is the one that I I saw every episode, and that and then it didn't it didn't get enough viewership because it was on I believe USA Network, but it was a show called Southland, uh, uh, yeah. and the mm. L A and Land was capitalized. It was a cop show. What's that? Lydia loves that show. That's oh my god, it was so good. It yep. was just the storylines, then the this. It was so real, um, and it was it was just. I wish it would have wish it would have carried on, you know. But that was a great one. Um, that just you know you miss out. But gosh, uh, hmm. damn, there's a lot of cop Rock, shows. Rockford Files. What a great what a great. Um, I'm trying to come up with the Rockford Files theme song. Todd It's such a cool. It's like that electronic. Uh, it's just instrumental. Sound. It's instrumental. Yeah. 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 yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. I'll good one, Sean. That was that was out of left field for sure. That was good. Now you got to live up to something. Oh, I'm next week. Oh no, Mal. No, no Mal's up. up. Mal's up. Good. Good. Yeah. Only pay for what you need. Try to get the uh, sound here. 
Rockford files. There it is. There the it phone. is. Starts with a phone. phone. But I'm surprised no one mentioned Miami Vice. There it is. Like a synthesizer. Yeah. Mal just killed it. He said Miami Vice. No one said Miami Vice. Yeah. Wow. I didn't like that. Was my. It's a very popular. Tubs and Croc, right? Tubs and Croc. Croc and Tubs. Crockett yeah, 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 Crock yeah. Tub. Okay, Crockett. Yep, yep. And uh, you know, here's another one, guys. Oh, six million dollar man. <laughs> Is that a cop show? Sorry. Let's get hey, like Bill, you said law enforcement. <laughs> you ever watch the show uh, The Mentalist? I know. Uh, I saw Irish guy that saw was the in billions. There's the guy yeah, in never, billions never and Homeland. Uh, yeah. Um, never saw that one. Kind of a, kind I remember, I'm not a drama guy, so it's it, I got to laugh a little bit, or I'll I'll just go watch sports. Right. <clears throat> so. So Good one, Carl. Fun, 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 fun topic. Yeah. Fun yeah, topic. yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think of those things that there's and lots of. It's gonna get tough. Start thinking there's there's even more. Oh no. It's gonna get tough getting topics for the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> we can go deep, baby. We can go deep. Deep in the vault. Right. In the deep in, in the, the beige the beige category. <laughs> Let me guess. Next week's gonna be it's gonna be favorite. Dead live year, so I'm gonna go 73, 75, 74. Are you kidding me? 79, 81, 82, 83. That fucking stretch was unbelievable. <laughs> no, 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 72 <laughs> through 79 is the best. So, you know what? Uh, hey, Mal, you, oh, you yeah, and Sean, close, Mal. you've never been to. So. Ma- Mal, you and Sean so. could have an hour been. debate on that, on that same topic, right? I mean, right? I can name two so. dead members Bob Weir, Jerry Garcia. I'm done. Bill- Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's go around the horn. Let's see what we got coming up this week. Mal, start with you. You got, uh, you're back in business there. Kind of, uh, we are very busy, um, which is wonderful. Um, we have, uh, two new listings coming on this week. We're going to do a, uh, a 360 degree, uh, tour on one of our new listings, uh, uh, on Wednesday. That'll be a new experience for me because I don't do those very much. Uh, but in, the world that we live in today, having that kind of a tour will be helpful in getting people to see it virtually. So we're going to do that. Um, going to uh, spend a little time uh, getting out to some local restaurants that are opening uh, gently, safely. Responsibly. Very responsibly. But uh, uh, if we can just sit outside and, and have uh, – something other than what we've been eating at home. We're going to try to pull that off a couple of times. I've, I've heard that in Tampa that there's some streets downtown that have been closed off so that the restaurants can have more um, outside Excellent. seating. So they're literally closing off this, uh, the streets. Um, so we're going to explore that a little bit. And uh, beyond that, just going to try to get my grip alignment and posture a little bit more figured out in my golf game. Love it. Open hey, by the, the way, guy. Anthony, I, I, on, this, on, on number 16, on number 16, Anthony, remember you hit it left. You remember that? I do. A guy was walking down the street and he had watched your swing from 30 yards away. And, and as, as um, Rick and, or sorry, Joe and Rick and I were walking, he says to me, he goes, you knew the guy. No, we played with Gary. Oh, oh Gary, Gary. Yeah, that's right, Gary. And the, the, he said, the guy, he goes, hey, did that go left? And I go, yeah. He goes, tell him to keep his left foot down. <laughs> After, <laughs> you guys were about 30 yards ahead of me as I'm coming off. Yeah, he walked by us. He goes, he's all, he goes, tell him to leave his left foot. He goes, and I went, I went oh, shit. Foot, that'll cost you 80 bucks. <laughs> Is that what he told you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling him, I'm like, dude. He's in the busy. He's in the middle of a swing change. I ain't telling him shit. <laughs> <laughs> he goes. He goes That's the last thing you do on a golf course, you know. You want to start? They said I, I plant your left foot. I said, yeah, I, I got a lot of problems with my golf swing. I'm just trying to figure it out one hole at a time. He goes, just plant your left foot. That'll cost you eighty bucks. Yeah. Wow, I missed that. Yeah, because he was talking to us too. In fact, I yelled back at him and I go, oh yeah, and and he has to breathe through his eyelids, right? Okay, good. Yeah. Hey, Mal, you know what's cool about what being movie? back busy is, is when you're busy doing what you like to do, you don't pay attention to the really outside world, and you just go to the next thing, the next thing, and it's kind of nice. Just keep, keep your mind occupied, right? The, uh, 
You know what, Sean? Occupied I, I one more thing. You're 100% right. And I had a conversation with somebody today, and Bill reminded me of one of your little sayings, but I reiterated it about you know, all of these things that we're hearing, about a checklist, where I can send you a checklist of 100 things you need to do, of pivoting, and all these things that all everybody in business should be doing now. The one that's driving me bananas is get back to basics. <laughs> the question, as you so elegantly put, is why would you ever get away from the basics, mm -hmm. number one, right? And I said that today. I said that to somebody today. I said, you know what? It's the basics is what will carry us through. And very honestly, it's getting up, showing up, doing the work, building relationships, solving problems, and having fun that are actually keeping us very busy even while we can't do all the things that we normally do. Yeah. So thank Good you stuff. for that. Carl. Good stuff. Yeah. Love it. Bill, how about you, bud? Um, I have Neil Oates, world-renowned real estate in Miami, is going to be my guest on the podcast tomorrow. Neil, is, it's well, a great episode. Was he wearing a bow tie during the interview? I don't know. No, he, was he wasn't. He's such he a wasn't. good guy. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a Trojan out of Troy. I think I talked about that last week. Oh, and, South uh, Alabama, yeah. Yep. So you, well, you go up in Florala. Florala. That's that's, that's a that's Alabama, a, Alabama, Florida border. Florida. He's uh, he's from L.A. Right, Lower Alabama. Yep. Yep. Lower Alabama. <laughs> 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 um, and then, uh, uh, by the way, I'm interviewing this week um, a couple different people, uh, but uh, Linda Hobkirk is one of them one of Sean's good friends and also Nicole Mickle out of Orlando. So I've got a lot of podcast work this week. And of course I'll be in the 110, 12 range of webinars by the end of the week. Mm, that's awesome. Mm. You're loving it. Awesome. Great episode last week with Joseph Max. Uh, I know you cut it down a little bit, uh, edit, but he, I thought his energy was great and uh, uh, great episode. So keep up the good work on that bill. Um, guys, for me, uh, my week ahead looks like this. I, um, I'm doing a couple webinars for, uh, friends of mine in Iowa, Arkansas. Uh, I'm talking to a good buddy of mine who's starting a podcast in Pittsburgh. He wants to pick my brain, give some ideas. So Bill, I might be talking to him. I uh, get to talk to one of my favorite people in the real estate industry, Matt Ferrara. We're going to do a Facebook live tomorrow night at Sweet. three o'clock Eastern, uh, part of my carps corner conversations I've been doing there on the StreamYard app. I'm just talking to people that in the business and have a conversation. We call it, we uh, call it the tripsy, tripsy. We call it the tripsy. Triple C. Okay. Carp's yeah, Corners conversation. conversation. Tripsy. God, jeez. Yeah. Uh, uh, Todd, we're, bombed. we might be together on our little uh, chapter meeting on Wednesday. Um, I'll be there. Yep, I'll be there. Got a listing hit in the market this week. We got our Inman boys talk on Thursday. And then Lost Lyrics. I just, uh, so a, a good fun week where who knows what might shake out, but uh, just, uh, just, once I think, again, I think you skipped Todd. Did you skip Todd? I think oh my God, Todd. we didn't get Todd yet. <laughs> I did. I don't know how I got to, to Mouse. I, I did skip Todd. Let's go Todd. Todd, what do you got to come up this week? Why do you think uh, I, I'm, the, I'm the youngest? That's why I'm always dancing. Well, you know, look at me, look at me, look at me, right? Because I've been ignored. So Marshall, Marshall, Marshall. Um, so no, uh, uh, good good week ahead. Um, business, business as usual. Uh, couple things I want to share. One thing I think um, our president of the Americas uh, for my company does a great job of a daily update, a daily vlog, where he talks to us and, and talks to the employees about um, what's going on. So he reminds everyone about the oxygen mask, right? So when you're on an airplane, I think we've talked about this before, put the oxygen mask on yourself first. And so that's, I just want to remind everyone, it's so important to take care of yourself Take it yourself first. And um, the other thing I want to remind is if you have any $10, $5 tip, extra tip, right? Um, your waiters, waitresses, even if you're so fortunate enough to hop on and uh, support a food bank or, um, you know, if you want to send $10, uh, Bill, you and I, I share with you the, what is it? The, the, the CCA, the, what's Colorectal your uh, cancer, cancer Alliance. Yeah. Colorectal yeah, yeah. Cancer Alliance. Yeah. So again, um, I, I, I talked Bill, I, I texted Bill and said, hey, what's the name of that, that, that uh, foundation that he supports? So anyway, that's, that's my little uh, just PSA, just support and, and uh, love each other and uh, be good for each other. And I also want to say, um, hoping and praying my dad finds peace and comfort 
he's struggling right now, but, uh, you know, we all, we all have our issues. So, um, other than that, it's just business as usual. Um, it's a new normal. I hate the term, but I'm finding creative ways to, to call my customers. Um, and can't wait for the day when I actually have to hop in a car and, uh, and go yeah, and see right. them. I mean, I, I totally oh. took that for granted for the last, what, 20 years, uh, in sales. So anyway, but well, no, yeah, Sean, I appreciate you circling back for sure. No, no problem. And, uh, and, and don't forget guys, I, uh, I blogged about it today. Uh, Wednesday will be Willie Mays 89th birthday. Thank you, Todd. Uh, sorry, buddy. Birthday. Sorry. Uh, so the challenge is for us all four and anyone listening to reach out to at least 24 people in your phone and just say, Hey, uh, in honor of the say, Hey kid, Willie Mays, uh, reach out and say, Hey, in some small way it can just be as literally as, as easy as sending a text saying, I was just thinking about you. I just wanted to say, Hey, um, and so that's great. Uh, shout out to, to Willie Mays. And that's our, our thoughts of the week. Uh, Bill, we talked on our, on our call with the top agents today. Uh, to Anthony's point, uh, consistency or, you know, Todd's Todd, your, your guy doing the video chats, uh, Bill, one of the guys on the show said his boss does a kind of a, a, a zoom meeting each day and the consistency of just showing up, you know, getting up, showing up, doing the work I think is, is critical. So, Guys, great, great conversation as always. I appreciate all the things you guys do and the, and the value you bring to me and the people we listen, that listen to us. On behalf of Todd and Bill and Mal, I'm Sean Carpenter. Thanks for listening to The Stare.